Introducing Elvis Presley. Built around the fiery personality of Elvis Presley. Here is an Elvis Presley you've never seen before. It's Elvis on a love campaign. It's Elvis, Hawaiian style. And Elvis takes both sides. Elvis rocking and socking on the waterfront. Elvis brings you the vacation of your life. A different kind of man, Elvis Presley. It's a new Elvis, one you've never seen before. Viva Elvis, Viva and Margaret. Now he crowns his meteoric rise to fame with a fiery burst of dramatic power. Hey there, everybody, and welcome to the Starring Elvis Presley podcast. I'm Sheena. And I'm Savannah. And here we are. We started this podcast so long ago to cover all of Elvis's films in chronological order. And this is it. This is his 31st and final feature film. Womp womp. Change of habit. Sad. We're so sad. So sad. Don't go anywhere, though. We We have 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 more more to come. Yeah, we have the two documentaries to come, and we have a couple um, special episodes we're going to include just just because. Absolutely. I mean, can you really stop us from watching Elvis-related things? Or reading about them, or... (laughs) (laughs) Or doing research about Elvis. Yeah, it's our favorite thing to do. (laughs) Basically, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, so this is a change of habit. So it's uh, Elvis's last feature film, his last um, role where he's not playing Elvis Presley. So did you enjoy this one? You know, I was really happy that he ended with this one. Yeah. What a fabulous cast. Of course, Mary Tyler Moore is in it, and she is just as cute as a button and a a powerhouse on screen. She really is. Love her. I remember watching Nick at Night when I was a little girl. (laughs) Mary Tyler Moore show. So that was, it was truly a treat to have an actress of her caliber. Not that, of course, I love all of the actresses he worked with, but but it was a treat for me personally, uh, for my childhood memories, to see my Mary Tyler Moore with him. Um, but so the overall plot, let's start with that. The The plot is really cute. It, it's funny. So these three nuns, Mary Tyler Moore being one of them, uh, go incognito <laughs> to a not so nice part of town to help with a doctor and that doctor is Elvis Presley. Um, <laughs> Elvis actually plays uh, Dr. John Carpenter and so they go and they try to to help and of course the the town is a little rough around the edges so they have to nag- navigate their way through that and what Elvis movie would would uh, it be if we didn't have a love story. So uh, Mary Tyler Moore who actually plays Sister Michelle, she and, and Elvis, Dr. John Carpenter get a little close. They do. And she has to remain close to the cloth (laughs) instead of close to Elvis. So that's her little internal struggle and and we see a cute little part at the end uh, where she definitely has a struggle between choosing which way to go. And that was the only frustrating part for me is, you know, you kind of decide what the ending is. Uh, The movie does not spell it out for you. Yeah, and it's funny because I mentioned, like, I ran through the office after it was over. Right. And I ran through the office and I was asking coworkers, I'm like, okay, who do you think she chose? Right. And most everybody's like, oh, of course she chose God. Of course she chose her religious route in life. And I'm like... I'm sure she did, but what if? I mean, Elvis is up there singing a wonderful gospel song. He right. looks so great, sounds so great. How could you not? But then she is a nun, and she has made this very sacred vow. And and she did say that she will always love him. You know? She did. I'm deciding um, to go with a more liberal view of <laughs> she leaves, and her she, she goes with Dr. Carpenter. They get married, and they run uh, inner city hospital together. And I'm sticking to it. That's I think my you story. need to write that fanfic. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. So, <laughs> sorry, church, but uh, we're still in the nun. 
<laughs> um, so yeah, I, I the ending. You know, it's a cute way to let the people come up with their their own ending. But at the same time, you're frustrated because you're like right off into the sunset. You know, but it was still a cute a cute way to do it. So yeah, I thought it was really good. Of course, you know, Sheena and I both talked about. We've talked about it many times with many movies, not just Elvis films. Anything filmed back in the day, you got to look at it in a certain perspective. So there was colorful things that were said, colorful phrases, things that would not be necessarily appropriate in this day and age. Um, But of course, like we've said many, many times before, to no fault of the actors themselves. No, and it, it was very 1969, which it ought to be, because it was made in It 69. was made back then, absolutely. And you get that, and I don't think any harm was necessarily meant, but if you are watching it in 2018 and you hear, like we were talking about the, the rape line about two women were raped, one against her will, it just... It's shocking. It's, it's, it's shock to the system because you're like, wait a minute, that's... And I get that maybe he was trying to joke or maybe his character was trying to, I don't know, break the ice or something with with these nuns, but it didn't... In 2018, it doesn't really... It doesn't fly. It doesn't fly, but in in 1969, I'm sure no one thought twice about it. Right. So, So when you watch this movie now, you may say, oh... Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you just move right along. It wasn't anything too vicious um, no, in any way. No, I did think it was interesting to see the treatment of the autistic character, the oh little my. girl. She was precious. Um, but I'm like, that's not how I'm sure there are plenty of doctors today who'd say that's not how you treat Rage reduction, someone with autism. Yes, um, that part was a little cringy. It was cringy. Um, but, you know, society has evolved. Medicine has evolved. Right, right, evolved. right. Exactly. The yeah. end. So, you know, right. there's our two cents on that. <laughs> you know, we feel obligated to say something about it. But, but no, I really enjoyed it. Uh, my favorite part of it favorite parts was that he did little nods to Memphis. Yeah. So when she said, where is he from? He said, Shelby County, Tennessee. Yes. Uh, which is where <laughs> we are. And then, of course, that infamous football scene out in the in the yard uh, where he's wearing a UT Memphis sweater. Very nice. So I... Very nice. That just lit my heart up. I thought that was... You know, I'm from Florida, but I, I'm a Memphian now. So <laughs> it was exciting to see that. I thought that was super, super cute. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So what do you think? Sorry, I been talking for five <laughs> minutes about what I thought. What do you think? Pretty much the same way you do. Um, you know, I really, I enjoyed that the first time you see him, he's just sitting on a couch or in a living room, casually singing Rubbernecking. Like, yeah. that's just so cool. Like, mm-hmm. of course, I mean, I wish my doctor did that. No offense to my doctor. If my doctor looked like Elvis, I'd be sick all the time. I'm telling you. And um, those sideburns deserved their own... Their own casting credit there. They sure did. I thought they were awesome. Yeah, I did feel like it was very much a sort of time capsule for yes. the, for 1969, which is fine. That's why we have movies like this to sort of look back and be like, oh my, things have changed. <laughs> yeah. But um, but otherwise it was good. I, th- I love Mary Tyler Moore. I, I loved love Elvis, her. and I thought the supporting cast was so talented. So so talented. I loved to um her fellow nuns. I thought they did a very lovely job. Yeah. So do you want to hear some trivia? I do. <laughs> Uh, this film, Change of Habit, was a, a part of a deal worked out by Colonel Parker for NBC, 1968 TV special Elvis, also known as the 68 special. It was actually co-produced by NBC and Universal Pictures. 
And if you're watching that rubberneck insane, you will notice someone really famous in there, and that is Miss Darlene Love. She's sitting on the couch with her group, The Blossoms. They also appear in the 1968 Comeback Special. Yeah. And you can hear from Miss Darlene Love and see her live in concert at Elvis Week this year. Just saying. That is so exciting. I cannot Yay! wait. She's so awesome. Uh, so, yeah, this was Elvis's last feature film, and he does not play just a in this. He does play a doctor. And in playing Dr. John Carpenter, that was actually a name that he used when he traveled. That was like his pseudonym. Oh, I love that. So you didn't know it was Elvis Presley staying there. You thought it was Dr. John Carpenter. See, I love how they included so much about Elvis. I love that. Very nice. Um, Let's see. Of course, we do have uh, Mary Tyler Moore's Sister Michelle. Her role was loosely based on a real-life nun, Sister Mary Olivia Gibson, who was in charge of a speech clinic in Syracuse, New York. And if you look really closely, you'll catch actor Ed Asner. He has a small role as a police officer, and he, of course, later starred with Mary Tyler Moore in her TV series. So it all comes full circle. It does. Kind of nice. One of the nuns, Sister Irene, was played by singer and actress Barbara McNair, and she would soon go on to be the first African-American woman to host her own television musical variety show, The Barbara McNair Show. And that show aired for three seasons. Good for her. She's so lovely. She is. I thought she was just so beautiful. Um, Another nun, Sister Barbara, is played by Jane Elliott. Uh, She... A lot of fans will know her as uh, Tracy Quartermain on the TV soap opera General Hospital. Um, (laughs) She played on that for years. Um, She actually announced her retirement in the spring of 2017. The audience is left to decide how that that sort of they meant for there to be no resolution so yeah it's really up to everyone let me see it was released november 10th 1969 it's a day before my birthday how nice i was not, not born in, then not in 1969 <laughs> no <though. laughs> let's see i know i have a little bit more um this movie was directed by will a graham who has directed a number of television shows um and movies he um, directed uh, Get Christy Love and The Fugitive. He was nominated in 1980 for a Emmy Award for his work in uh, Guyana Tragedy, The Story of Jim Jones, which, wow, talk about a change of pace there. Seriously, wow. Yeah. Let me see. Do I have anything else to share you with? Oh, uh, the makeup was done in this movie by Bud Westmore um, of the famous Westmore family of makeup artists. Oh, and wow. And I did a blog on the whole Westmore family a couple of months ago for the Graceland blog, if you want to know more about the Westmore family and how they worked with Elvis, go check that out on the Graceland blog because trust me when I say that family is fascinating. Wow. So yeah, so going back to the Blossoms for just a second, Darlene Love really made a name for herself after, sort of after this time period, as a solo performer and an actress. One of her better known roles was that of the wife of Danny Glover's character in the Lethal Weapon movies. Several other actors in Change of Habit had roles in other Elvis films. David Renard played in this movie, and he was also an uncredited photographer in Funanakapuko. Troy Melton uh, is uncredited. He's the second underling in this movie, and he's an uncredited poker player in It Happened at the World's Fair. Mm. Stella Garcia played Maria in this movie, and she's an uncredited senorita in Funanakapuko. Uh, Caitlin Wiles played an uncredited uh, second stiletto dab in this film, and she and Marianne, and she's also in Stay Away Joe. Uh, she's Marianne Standing Rattle. John Macaluso? 
I'm correcting that. Okay, <laughs> double-checking. He's an uncredited teenager in this film, and 11 years earlier, in 1958, he was an uncredited teenager in King Creole. That's our trivia. That's it. We do have a lot of fun um, reactions from fans. Oh, I'm excited to hear about this. So many people said this was their favorite Elvis movie. Really? A lot of people. Um, I think it's because Elvis looks so handsome. <laughs> yeah, and of course he has Mary Tyler Moore. Yes. Um, let me see. Um, Melissa on Facebook said she really enjoyed the scenes uh, that he played with Amanda, the um, young autistic girl. Um, she said those scenes stuck out to her, so yeah, um, we get that. Um... Julie on Facebook was one of the people who said this was her favorite. Carol said um, she likes it when Elvis's character is teaching uh, Sister Michelle how to play the guitar because she's like, "Who? How can you focus on a guitar right. when, when Elvis Presley is teaching you?" Yeah, um, and I agree with that three thousand percent. Yes. So yeah, this was. Um, I, I think th- I agree with you. I like that this is our last Elvis movie. It's it's a nice way to end his films. It is. So let's take a moment and look back. Okay. What was your favorite Elvis movie? If you could, if you could narrow it down to one, oh maybe two, what did you think? Um, I will always say Viva Las Vegas is my favorite mm-hmm. because I love his chemistry with Anne Margaret. I love the costumes in that movie. I love the songs in that movie. But another favorite of mine that I've always loved, it just is such a fun watch. But my second favorite movie would probably be um follow that dream i really like that one i love the setting um elvis looks great um it's just a nice breezy little watch i really enjoyed that one that one was just i don't know why i just really enjoyed it but i mean there's so many good elvis movies how do you choose there are so so many mine are probably well you know I was going to say they're probably unconventional, maybe not everyone's favorite, but maybe. I loved Love Me Tender. Yeah. I got to be honest. I loved how young he was, <laughs> how eager he was to prove himself, um, how cute he was. I mean, he just he just was wonderful in it. And, you know, we I've said it before, my, my favorite movie of all time is Gone with the Wind, so I'm a sucker for any classic sort of Western. Not that Gone with the Wind is Western, but, you know, that kind of country feel. Right. I really enjoy that. Of course, he has wonderful co-stars in that movie that I enjoyed as well. But I love Love Me Tender, but I also love Girl Happy. Yeah, that is one of your favorites. I remember as a little girl sitting in at my mom's house with a VHS of Girl Happy and watching it and just loving it and singing along to all the songs, you know, back when VHSs were cool. I still have all mine. <laughs> um, so I really, really loved Girl Happy. I love Shelley Fabray in it. I love the plot. I love Elvis. It's just one of those movies that I want to sit and watch and cuddle up and, you know, when it's raining outside or something. So those two are my absolute favorite. But, again, how do you pick? How do you pick? And, two, you know, it's interesting because – so many people, when we said we were going to start this podcast, that we were going to watch Elvis's movies in chronological order, it's interesting the reaction that we got from Elvis fans, both good and bad. Yeah. Because some Elvis fans were like, don't care about the movies, don't right. like them, they, they serve no purpose. Right. Other Elvis fans are, are like you, where they're like, I grew up with this, this is what right. I love. 
And and for someone like me who, I mean, I'm from Tupelo, so I grew up with Elvis, but right. actually not with the movies. I had seen several before we started this podcast, but not all. It was interesting to me to go back and watch them and sort of fit in Elvis's life with these movies and right. say, oh, well, at this time he was marrying Priscilla, or at this time he was, you know, he'd just gotten back from the army or whatever. Right. Um, I enjoyed doing that. I enjoyed seeing Elvis put himself into the roles and how no matter what role it is, as soon as he starts singing, God, that's pure Elvis. Right. You know, and, and I think those are always my favorite parts of the movie is right. when he's singing. But, you know, we were talking too, having watched The Searcher, the new uh, HBO film, uh, documentary film, mm-hmm. they're a little harsh on the movies. Right. But, you know, it's like Tom Brown has always said at many of our Elvis weeks and birthdays, but, you know, the fan, they made money, even though these movies may not have been these amazing artistic statements. Right. They made money. And to me, I think these movies are very of the time in that I can't imagine what it was like to be a fan of Elvis Presley in, say, 1964, where I can't pick up my phone and watch his latest video. Right. Or open up Twitter and see where Elvis tweeted from the set of this movie. Right. You couldn't, you didn't have that immediate access to your favorite stars. Right. So, yeah, you saw the movies, and you probably saw them more than once. Right. And so I really think, say what you want to about the films as as artistic or as purely entertainment, whatever your, your belief in them, okay, cool, I get it. But I also think these movies have endured because the fans love Elvis. Right. And they made sure they went for him and they supported him. And I think that's what is so wonderful about these movies is... I know maybe Elvis wasn't happy making some of them. I know he was, he wanted to be a more serious actor. Right. The stuff I think a lot of Elvis fans know. But at the same time, his fans still supported him. Right. In a lot of cases, they still do. And, well, in every case. I don't yeah. know I don't know of a supportive Elvis fan who doesn't. But I just feel, um, <clears throat> I can always feel a lot of Elvis fan love around a lot of these movies. Right. And I think that's very special. And it's an important time in his life to remember he committed so many years so many to years. these movies. And he really put in so much work. 31 feature films. In basically a little over 10 years. Right. That's incredible. That, and, and two years completely in Germany. Right. So less than that, really. Right. It's it's incredible the amount of work that man it did. It is. So, you know, we owe it to Elvis to tip our hat to him and be thankful for, you know, movies that we get to watch. We get to put in a DVD or VHS or whichever or download it on our phones and watch Elvis and he can be years, with us. 40 years later we're still watching this man's movies right. even if you know the academics or the critics or whoever want to say that these weren't maybe the best way for him to spend his time or whatever we're still watching them right all these years later and we still get laughs out of it or we feel emotions or we really enjoy a song performance yeah. i mean you know to me one of my least favorite movies was probably here i'm scared but his performance of so close yet so far away i'll Iconic. go back and, i will go back and watch that a right. million times because it is so perfect yeah. these movies were whether he realized it or not they were a gift from elvis to his fans that right. they can re-watch and re-watch and re-watch for years to come yeah i'm thankful for him and yes there are movies that are great there are movies that are not so great that's with any actor that's with any person any <laughs> artist right different times i'm thankful for them i enjoyed them and i think elvis should be proud no matter what anyone says 
he should be proud of the work that he did. And no matter what, he's still the king of rock and roll. And he still is starring Elvis Presley. <laughs> yeah. So overall, we 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 totally have loved this series. I'm so happy that Sheena let me come in halfway through. You know, it's been a blessing and it's been so, so fun as an Elvis fan. So thank you, Sheena. Yes, to of say course. That. Looking forward to many, many more podcasts together. And thank you guys for going along with us. Hopefully you've enjoyed. If you have watched the movies and, and you've... Uh, uh, watched along with us you know feel free to to comment and let us know you know what were your favorite parts your favorite movies um etc and make sure even past this podcast that you know if you have kids or grandkids or friends show them the movies and keep this going this is a something that you can pass down to your children or your friends or your neighbors and it can be uh, something that keeps on going this is how we keep elvis's legacy alive absolutely it really is absolutely. It's by, you know sharing your love for him with your friends and family that's the best thing to do that's what we want you to do here at Graceland because we love carrying on Elvis's legacy it's our most important job here right and, you know? and TV and film has gotten to be a little crazy so if you're looking for something <laughs> light-hearted and family friendly family friendly you yeah. know uh, definitely put in one of Elvis's movies. So um, we're excited to have gone on this journey with you, and we're so excited about all the things to come. Yes, and and don't forget, we do have two more documentary films. Yes, um, Elvis on tour and Elvis. That's the way it is. So we're not we're we're done with the features. That's what we're saying here. We're done with the features. We have two documentaries left, and then maybe a couple of surprises, and then we hope to relaunch with a new podcast sometime soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, uh, we, and, and of course, even then we want to uh, involve Elvis fans with that. So stay tuned and uh, be ready to let us know what you think, of course. Well, thank you guys so much, and we will catch you on the next one.